This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Empire. From hardware innovation to data capture. And it measures the number of uh, data points of your game, how fast you serve, how far you run around the court, uh, spin on the ball, things like that. And, and those things are interesting, but are they compelling to bring you back and visit an app every day of the week? And, you, know, you know, we'd like to think that we can offer something different. That's Mike Bellardi, CEO of Slinger, a company who started out by creating a tool for practicing tennis and now wants to improve your whole game. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Mike Bellardi has spent his career in tennis and product development and design. The Slinger bag is incredible and contextually affordable. A lightweight mobile bag that doubles as a ball machine to practice your swing anywhere, anytime. But they're not settling. Their success in hardware has led to company acquisitions that will help grow players' games through data. Our guest this week is Mike Bellardi, who is the CEO of Slinger, which is a company that had been focused on making hardware, a highly portable tennis ball machine, but in recent months has been making some moves and acquisitions to get into artificial intelligence, data capture, and performance analytics. Hi, Mike. How are you? Ram, uh, great, thank you. Uh, happy to be on the show. Sounds like you guys have been busy. Um, let, let's kind of start from the beginning, and why don't you tell our listeners what Slinger and, and the Slinger bag is? Yes, yeah. So uh, Slinger bag came into existence uh, you know, probably close to two years ago, uh, following a successful Kickstarter campaign uh, where we uh, compiled like 3,500 uh, early adopters. Um, you know, it was gave the bag the credibility that it, you know, that it was a concept that was going to be needed in tennis. Um, you know, we brought that bag initially to market to satisfy those uh, those uh, early adopters in you know March of 2020. Um, and then, you know, the their experience I think was very good. You know, there was a lot of social media um, noise about it, positive noise about it, and that created quite a demand, um, which we tried to satisfy through an e-commerce platform that we set up in a I don't know, around about mid-May uh, 2020. And very quickly, we, we, we had a lot of people wanting to buy the Slinger bag. Uh, and eventually, we delivered the very first one on July the 27th of 2020 um, to, the, to the real true consumer that actually purchased it on a regular way through our website. So it was a, you know, a long two years of evolution. But you know, I think you know, behind it, what's made the Slinger bag successful is it's been designed by a tennis player for a tennis player, first and foremost. I think secondly, it's the first ever product that allows a tennis player to play tennis 24-7, mm. uh, anytime, place, anywhere. Uh, and thirdly, it's built around transportability, versatility, and affordability. So, you know, today it's 750 for, a, for a, you know, a very functional tennis ball machine. You know, it's probably, I don't know, a good 
almost half of what you would pay normally for a you know a traditional tennis ball machine. So you know we fit all of the um, the buttons on the head, so to speak, in terms of meeting the needs of the tennis consumer, and and it's a big 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 success. Yeah. Um, so um, how much does the thing weigh? I, I'm just curious about the yeah, product itself. Yeah, 30, 30, 33 pounds. So. You know, it's in a in a trolley bag. You know, that's a typical wheel trolley bag you might take on vacation, and you would buy in a department store, and probably you know you'd pay three hundred dollars for the quality of the bag, probably. So it's a really high quality piece of uh, you know luggage that's actually got a tennis ball machine built into the bottom of it. So yeah, it's it's incredible. And how many balls can the thing hold? Maximum one hundred and forty-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recommend seventy-two, which is you know hundred is the case of tennis balls. It'll up, it'll that gives it optimum performance, but can hold more. And uh, it's um, it's not one directional, right? It, it can. No, well, you know, the, so you so we basically most people buy the kit, which includes an oscillator plate. Yeah. Uh, and so you put the oscillator plate on on the ground, the bag top of it, and then it'll oscillate the bag left to right. You know, and you can alternate the speed speed. Um, and the uh, the ball speed, and you know, through that you get a pretty good workout. That's cool. I mean, was this a, your idea? You'd been sitting on this for a long time, and you'd been thinking about doing no, something like this. No, no, no. I've been involved in tennis a long time, of course. You know, as a player, a coach, and a you know business leader. But you know, Wilson for many years, and then Prince as an owner. Actually, we bought the company, Prince Company, in two thousand and three. But eventually, as the CEO. Um, and I've been presented with many ideas about, uh, you know, gadgets for tennis, devices for, you know, you know, um, improving, enhancing performance in tennis. Yeah. Um, and when I when I saw the video the very first time of the slinger bag, my my tennis gut kicked in and said, "Wow, well, okay, <laughs> this actually could be something very useful if it's as good as it looks." Yeah. You know, and that was my first introduction to it. Then a few days later, I tried it. I met with the owner, the founder. Uh, he's a, you know, he's an entrepreneur, he's, but he's an avid tennis player. Luckily he can play every day, you know, and he went through the experience of trying to get the, the big old, uh, conventional tennis ball machine out of the pro shop, get it wired up to power on a court and got very frustrated with it and thought there must be something easier that could be done to, to, um, to, to improve the, the you know, that. Uh, he did it. Um, and, and with the bag, how are you all? I, I, listen, this is I I appreciate that it's not expensive, expensive, but there is a barrier for especially for beginners if they're going to pay for something like that to come in. Um, and if the object is to make this easier and more accessible, is there any kind of educational component that you are looking at to try to help train players who buy a product like this? Uh, yes, yes. So on our on our website, we do you know we, we obviously provide a number of drills and videos and things and sh- showing you how it could be used by different levels of players. Um, but really, we're evolving now. We're you know we're I think a few months away from launching a what's going to be a very interesting app. Um, you know, which would be available to any tennis player, whether you have a slinger bag or not. But but in, within that app, there will be uh, we filmed. 600 different drill videos that you can, you know, you can use the slinger bag for, you know, to practice various aspects of your tennis game, uh, you know, it, it, no matter what level of it, you know, you play. Um, but also, uh, you know, the app will have some other coaching tips uh, from some of our ambassadors, you know, Tommy Haas, Mike and Bob Bryan, uh, Patrick Moritaglu, Bouchard, you know, some people like that, obviously, who have got a great re- reputation and history in the game. Um, but also, you know, we're going to make it available for, a lot of our users who love who love to upload videos of themselves, you know, training with the slinger bag. And yeah. If you looked at our Instagram page, you'll see hundreds and hundreds of videos of you know people, you know, experiencing the slinger bag firsthand, you know, and making good use of it. So, 
Uh, you know, it's one of these things in creating a new brand in tennis, which is not easy to do. But, you know, we've done it in a way that I think we've uh, brought along our consumers with us. And I have to say that I, you know, in all my years in tennis and involved with many different brands, the slinger consumers are really, um, you know, evangelists for the product. I mean, it's incredible. They help each other. They, you know, solve problems for each other. They upload videos, training videos and things like that, which is something really special actually in, in what we've created. Um, okay. So let's talk about the, the turn here and some of the acquisitions that the company has gone through, which is in data analytics and data capture and performance. Yeah. Um, take me through just the genesis of going from what is a company that is making a product that would be used by players to all of these other aspects of becoming a better tennis player. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, I think, you know, as we as we rolled out the slinger bag, you know, over the past 18 months and we started to engage with all of these, you know, tennis consumers, we also started to look more broadly at tennis. We we coined a phrase, you know, the, you know, reinvent, reinventing tennis, which, you know, making tennis more accessible with the slinger bag. And then we started to think a little bit more broadly about, you know, what is it, what kind of services do tennis players today really look for? Um you know, and yes, you know, I, I'd like to think we were disrupting the tennis market with the slinger bag, but, you know, I wanted us also to be progressive and, and look to the future. And and really, if you're into tennis or any sport, and we're focused on tennis today, but you either watch it, you play it, or you learn it. You know, and so if you're a tennis fan and, you know, you don't actually play, but you love to watch, you know, tennis events, then, you know, we needed to provide services that have live streaming of events, you know, whether they're, you know, major ATP, WTA events, UTR events, or... Uh, or just, you know, maybe even local college or town tournaments. And so, you know, we were, you know, we engaged, started engaging about a year ago with the Playsite company. Uh, and Playsite is a brand that, you know, really revolutionized tennis tech probably 10 years ago, you know, with the advent of uh, video, automated video technology for tennis. Uh, but really it's coming into its core only now in terms of uh, live streaming, you know, uh, OTT tennis channels for colleges or high schools or tennis clubs, um, you know, and, and, you know, providing the cameras and the technology to, you know, to live stream events all over the world. Um, you know, and so, you know, that, that, that became one aspect of what we looked at and was a company that we were very interested in. You know, the, the, um, the play bit is Slinger, so Slinger enables you to play. Uh, the learn bit is, is the analytics that we're going to produce through artificial intelligence, which, um, you know, we, we, we got involved with a company called Gameface, an Australian company, and they were developing the analytics, AI analytics for our tennis app that we're launching in a few months. And as we got to know them, we liked what they were doing. We could see that they're involved in lots of other sports, um, you know, very successfully launching uh, AI for a sport called cricket, actually, in Australia. And, and this was a, a level of uh, analytics that I haven't seen in my career in tennis, and I, and I don't think really exists in other sports. You know, so, you know, if I made an analysis, let's say, you know, there's, you know, Swing Vision is out with an app at the moment, which is very popular and does a great, great thing. And, and it measures a number of uh, data points of your game, how fast you serve, how you run around the court, uh, spin on the ball, things like that. And, and those things are interesting, but are they compelling to bring you back and visit an app every day of the week? Um, you know, you know, we'd like to think that we can offer something different. So. You know, our app is going to have AI, AI analytics, which talk more to how to improve your tennis. So do you have a good, solid hitting foundation when you hit the ball? Do you transfer your weight into the ball? Do you hit consistently the same contact point? You know, these are things that actually can help you improve tennis. Um, and so, 
you know, we, we thought, you know, very much about this watch, play and learn. And, you know, we found the companies that kind of uh, bring it to life. And, you know, today Sling is going to be, or, you know, tomorrow Sling is going to be a connected sports company, you know, and uh, look at providing this raft of services through a single platform, you know, for tennis users to consume on a day-to-day basis. Some of them are going to be free and some will be, of course, subscription-based, but, you know, that's, that's the way it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How do you collect the data? Are you going to have players head to wearables? Will you do it through the racket uh, video capture? How do, how do you see that? Uh, video capture, mainly video, yeah, video capture. So um, yeah, it's not a wearable thing. It's not something you put on your racket. It's basically, you know, you take the uh, your, currently your cell phone and uh, you put it in front of you at the net and you take, you know, have video, take video of yourself playing, practicing, upload the video. The AI will kick in and give you the analytics of each of the, the initial three things we're going to measure, foundation, uh, weight transfer, and contact point. And then it will recommend to you how you can improve. You can drill down in each of those areas, and it'll recommend to you practices and coaching tips and advice from coaches and players that uh, will point you in the right direction, how to improve what the AI might spot as a little weakness in your game. Uh, let me talk broadly just about since you've been in the sport for, for so long, um, just modern training for younger players in general. And I can tell you my experience with a daughter who's 12 years old in the greater Washington area, and she um, yeah. loves the sport and is recreationally playing it. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but the, it's, she loves it. And we're happy yeah. that she's, she's into yeah. it. And the training, you know, while in a lot of other team sports or other, you know, personalized sports uh, in this country, at least, they have grown a lot and are incorporating some of the things that you're talking about. I've not seen a lot of that in tennis, and maybe that's my own personal experience. But but do you believe that just in general for younger people worldwide who want to get involved in the sport, that they're there? It's time for a modernization of of how we uh, get people involved in it. Absolutely, Bram, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think the, you know, you know, I think it's well documented now that, you know, you know, COVID, of course, you know, a terrible thing that's inflicted the world, but actually for sport, in particular for tennis, it's actually seen a real upsurge in the numbers of people coming back to tennis or taking to tennis as a, as a form of uh, fitness, if you like, or, you know, or enjoyment. Um, uh, but yes, you're right. You know, even some of the big academies of tennis, they don't have the technical facilities that, that, that are now um, you know, we're advocating that are going to be needed in the future. So as an example, you know, we're just finalizing, a, you know, an agreement to put te- uh, playside cameras on the, on the courts at IMG in Bradenton. And, you know, that's Quality Aries Academy, famed for 10 world number one players, but yeah. still in tennis, 
you know, not not offering the, you know, up until now, not offering the latest uh, advancements in, in technology to support the, the coaching of the players. So, yes, tennis is a little bit traditional, obviously, as a sport and, you know, a little bit behind the eight ball, if you like, or a little bit further down on the curve of, uh, of the technology and, you know, um, aspect of the game. And But I think it's coming. And one of the things that's going to drive it is that really, I think, court surfaces in general, tennis courts, but also other court surfaces, are all going to be connected to the internet if they're not already. You huh. know, and that means they need, they're going to have cameras. You know, so, you know, and place like, you know, for example, I don't know, they've got 80 D1 colleges for multi-sports, whether it's tennis or basketball or baseball or whatever it might be. They're, they've got cameras there and the parents of the, the kids that are at those colleges can log in and watch them practice, train, play, you know, whenever they want. And, you know, why wouldn't that be a good facility to have a court surface? And so, you know, I think that's coming, you know, in sport and particularly in tennis. That's, I mean, you see that in just the general recreational courts that are available to the public, that that's a possibility? Yes, yeah. So, so normally, you know, you know, the, the uh, up until now, let's say it's been a, you know, there's a cost factor that's a, that's a prohibitive factor to putting it in public court. You know, these systems are not cheap and it costs quite a bit of money. You know, but I, what we would like to do now as the new owners of Playside is to democratize the technology and, and make it available. Why can't it be available for public courts or small clubs or, you know, pe- you know, you know, be where people are playing tennis, you know, and, and give them the same opportunity to access the technology that it, that D1 college, you know, if you go to a you know leading college, you'll get, you know, so, and, and it's really just a case of structuring the deal, you know, still as a cost, but, you know, obviously a, a public facility has a different budget to work with than a D1 college, or yeah. a, you know, a top end country club. And so, you know, we just need to help with the mechanics of how it's costed out and, uh, you know, the, the payment plans are structured. So, and I think we can find a way to do that under this uh, umbrella that we've created. Uh, I don't want to get too far in the weeds in that, but but how would you tell a municipality, you know, that this is why you should pay for this? Uh, because, you know, they want to maximize the use of their facilities, uh, first and foremost. Yeah. And I think it provides different reasons for the facilities to be used, you know. You know, um, you know I, I think, we, you know, we also have an idea, you know, to, to try and create uh, local events in tennis. Um, yeah. you know, now there's a you know much more of an interest in tennis. Why not have, I don't know, town tournaments or competitions or box leagues or whatever it might be and, uh, you know, uh, cre- create more of a buzz around the sport of tennis. You know, and I think making the court smart, you know, with camera technology and then, you know, live streaming or video feedback that people can upload on their social media or, things like that, you know, that'll just make tennis a much more uh, uh, all-round fun sport to be involved with. Yep. You know, and I think we can be a part of that. Uh, and and you guys are thinking, you know, a very in a very modern way in a sport that obviously has extremely traditional roots in the way that it presents right. itself. Um, do you see some alterations in maybe equipment or in technology or in presentation of the sport that will modernize over the next few years? Yeah, I think, yes. Yeah, I can see that, you know, maybe not in every area, but, um, um, you know, I think the equipment itself over the last few years is certainly, you know, I've been heavily involved with tennis equipment over many years. And, you know, and I, 
you know, we've seen a lot of devices that you can now buy that you can attach to your racket to, to smarten the racket. But I, I, I can imagine that the tennis, big tennis companies are already thinking about how they can integrate, uh, you know, more microchip technology into the racket itself to provide you more feedback when you play. Um, you know, we, you know, we, you know, we're looking at uh, other technologies that, uh, you know, biomechanic technologies that you could, you know, like, you know, wear on your arm, for example, that could provide additional inf information to the visual technology through the camera. So you can combine then, you know, biomechanical information when you hit the ball with the visual technology of how you hit the ball. You know, I, so, I, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of things that can happen on that side, of, you know, side of things to make, uh, to make the game more enjoyable, to to even to some extent, uh, you know, you know, there is a there is a route to game gamification of tennis through that, you know, kind of technology as well. And of course, esports is getting more and more popular. Uh, VR for tennis, I've seen that taking place now. So, you know, I think there's a lot of exciting stuff uh, coming in. You know, and in terms of the, you know, the governing bodies of tennis have suddenly, you know, realized that they have to open their minds to the different versions of tennis. Yeah. You know, we've seen the, the enormous rise of pickleball in the United States, which to me is a version of tennis. It's a bat, a racket and a ball. Uh, beach tennis, you know, in Europe or paddle tennis is coming. Uh, you know, there's so many different versions. And I think, you know, Tennis has, you know, has shut its eyes to these kind of fringe sports, if you like, and uh, you know. Uh, but now these are, you know, we, you know, tennis has to open up and just if it's to do with a racket and a ball, that's part of what tennis is, and you know, needs to, you know, tennis as a sport needs to recognise that. And I think they're starting to uh, open up and be more available to um, bring in into the family these uh, you know, new sports as they grow. All right, last thing for you. I, I just have one request of the Slinger bag, what I would like to see it do. Could it yeah. automatically go around and pick up the balls for me and put it back in the bag? Right. <laughs> a lot of people ask that. And believe it or not, I've seen a number of devices, robotic devices that can do that. The problem is they're incredibly slow. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's a little tongue in cheek, but, uh, you know, we do, you know, we do offer a ball picker upper with it, uh. know, which is nothing unusual, but, um, uh, yeah, it would be uh, uh, yeah, it would be a nice thing if it uh, if it could do it really quickly for you. That would you know give you a breather before you go and you know hit the next round of balls. But uh, a collaboration with Dyson would might work out for you. Yeah, yeah, that, that may be a good, maybe a good thing. Yeah, pretty cool looking actually as well. Yeah. Uh, Mike Bellardi is the CEO of Slinger. Thank you so much for joining us. Brown, thanks for having me. Have a good rest of the day. On the next Future Sport podcast. What is day one like running a new team? You know, I've seen you know, a lot of success and a lot of failure and bringing that to, you know, uh, building a club has actually helped because we move quick and we have to accept, you know, when something's working and do it 10 times more and then when something fails, acknowledge it, move on. And That's Nick Kelly, the president of the newest MLS team, Charlotte FC. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.